Hi everyone and welcome to the very first episode of The Melting Podcast. This is a podcast made by people from around the world who are dedicated to learning more about each other's cultures. In each episode we'll dive into a different topic and discuss it from different perspectives. My name is Marie Jensen, I'm from Denmark and I'll be the host of today's episode about Christmas and New Year's traditions. I'm so lucky I have three women with me today in the studio and they are all going to introduce themselves and tell a brief story related to today's topic. Hey everyone, my name is Lisa and I'm from Germany. So my story is that when I was a kid, my father or another man, like someone else's father, would dress up as Santa Claus and we kids were forced to go outside. The grown-ups would ring the bell and tell us that the presents were ready and waiting for us under the Christmas tree. And every time the man that was dressed up as Santa would come out of the room behind us while we were seeing the presents and scare us shitless. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Snigda, I'm from India. Last New Year's Eve, a day before the 31st, I got a huge ass tattoo on my cuff. At the New Year's party, I was at my best friend's and she has a German Shepherd who really loves me. And I was sort of like apprehensive to just uh, be around him because of the tattoo, because it was so fresh. So I basically had to spend the entire night even while getting progressively more drunk away from him and trying to swat him away because he just like kept trying to lunge at my tattoo. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Glory, I'm from Cameroon. I think I was about seven years old and then I asked my dad what Boxing Day meant because I'd heard a lot about the word Boxing Day or the day and I was curious. So I, I thought maybe it was a day where people like go out and box each other or something. <laughs> and so I asked my dad, why is December 26th known as Boxing Day? And he said, uh, well, it's a day when, you know, people have washed the clothes that they wore on Christmas Day and then they have to press them and put them back in the boxes <laughs> where they came from and wait for the next Christmas. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's so nice. And Actually, I believed him until, <laughs> until I grew up and, and then there was the internet and then I could look it up and I realized that, well, that was really not the case. <laughs> so what's the case, actually? Well, it's about football it, in England, right? Is it? I thought it I was December 25th or 26th. Premier League plays a lot of football games. <laughs> I, I thought football. it was about getting the slaves to box up presents or yeah. something. Oh, wow. Yeah, what I, what <laughs> so I none, none of us actually <laughs> know what Boxing Day is I about. I think yeah. the and sporting I tradition sort of came out like okay. from Boxing Day because I also know they play like cricket matches specifically yeah. on Boxing, on boxing Day. Day. Okay, yeah. yeah. I just thought about the English Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they just had a lot of sports on because everyone's at home and bored and they want to get the quotes. But I li really <laughs> like your dad. Uh, story. <laughs> yeah, no, and it did make sense because then every Christmas day, or like every Christmas, every Boxing Day morning, I would hurry up to wash my clothes <laughs> so that I could pack them up in the boxes. That's before. very wise yeah. parenting. <laughs> This episode is being recorded in Aarhus in Denmark, where we all live. And now it's December. Aarhus is all dressed up for Christmas. What do you think about it? I love how it's a serious thing because when it's getting close to the festive season, maybe the 20th back home, you would see some lights in the center of the city, Yaoundé, which is the capital of Cameroon. But then it's not like everybody is putting out lights in front of their houses or everybody is doing something spectacular. It's just 
kind of the city government just doing something in the center of the city. Three days ago, I turn around in my room and I see this big Christmas tree in my dorm and it was so beautiful and there were like two. <laughs> and then I see lights everywhere and I'm like, oh, these guys are taking it so serious. Why is this? It, why is this it helps us uh, get in the mood, I guess, and also because it's pitch dark. Yeah. It helps so much against the darkness. Yeah. It's, I think it's more or less the same in Germany, but I, I really enjoy it. The yeah. city just lights up. Everyone is in an entirely different mood immediately. It's such a festive spirit and lights are a big part of it. I also thought that I always saw memes about how the moment Halloween is done and you just like get into Christmas, but this is the first time I saw it actually happening because I think it was the 1st of November and then the Christmas beer is released everywhere and then I think the sailing rooftop lights up. Yeah, like a Christmas present. That is so cool. But yeah, I was really excited about that. And even in my dorm, I think I shared a kitchen with like 17 other people. And then the last Sunday, all we did the whole day, we made some glug and uh, we baked a lot of Christmas cookies and we just like decorated our kitchen. So it was a great way to like spend a Sunday, not just in your room, but also with like everyone else, more of like a family. Yeah, so, I think yeah. it's Danish Christmas. It's a lot about community and yeah. Did you actually make Glück yourselves? Uh, yes, one of my dorm mates actually made it. And it was so great because it was all warm and with nuts. So, yeah, I just, I really loved it. Yeah. But yeah. I have never made it from scratch, but. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you make it? Don't you just take wine and then heat it up? Uh, that's not what I'm not sure about. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not just hot wine. I'm pretty sure there's uh, a lot of spices in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. First time I tasted it, I was like, I am never drinking cold wine again. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, yeah. where has this been all my life? It was really good. It was so yeah. good. Did you had it here in uh, in Aarhus? Yes, I yeah. had it here in Aarhus. Because oh. it's also a big thing in Germany. Very wine. big, very yeah. big, yeah. But ours is different. The spices are kind of different. And we actually put a shot of hard liquor into it usually. Yeah. So you would get a shot of rum or something, yeah, okay. which also means it makes you a lot more drunk, a lot <laughs> faster. The first time I had it, the past weekend, we had a climate march in Aarhus and then we had a climate market. And then there was uh, a lady at the climate market who was just giving away glug for free. Wow. And and I think it was the coldest day yet because there was also snowfall, like the first snowfall of the year. So it was so great to be out in the cold, but holding like a warm glass of glug and just having it when it was so cold. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and it makes you feel all warm inside. Do you think you'll miss anything from home? Which Christmas traditions or December traditions? I'm not religious, but primary school I went to was a religious one. And I still have friends that I went to to that school with. And so every year on the 24th, because that's when we celebrate Christmas, we would actually go to church, not because we were religious, but because we would see our primary school friends. Yeah, I'm going to miss that this year. So actually seeing old friends. I don't know if I will miss anything <laughs> because I'm kind of really looking forward to my first Christmas alone which is strange, like when I tell people, because Christmas in my family is not even just my home. It's like my family, they have this whole big Christmas party. And then I'm the first child and mm. my siblings are like mm. 12, 13 years younger than me. So oh, wow. I basically have to cook everything, <laughs> <laughs> plan the whole thing. And I'm planning for like 70 people, 80 people, because it's like a family. Whoa. Yeah, family. 
exactly. Seven zero. Seven and zero. Wow. <laughs> How do you even? So every year, my every year I come back from school, like especially when I went to the university in a different town, <laughs> I would come back and then I I don't even rest. I like mid December <laughs> I start making a list. I make the list. You know, my mom is there and she's she's sort of. She thinks she's helping out, but she's really supervising, <laughs> you know. So it's like I'll make a grocery list and show her, and then I go to the market myself and buy everything and cook everything. And then when everybody comes and eats and have fun, I clean everything. So I was like, I'm really just looking forward to Christmas, where I get to wake up when I want to wake up mm-hmm. and do and eat conflicts and just go to sleep or watch Netflix or something and not cater to sixty people every yeah. year. So. Uh, but uh, Glory, I don't think it's strange at all because I was initially looking really forward to having my first Christmas alone. <laughs> also, a little apprehensive. But then I was like, "What's the worst that could happen? I will probably end up watching Home Alone uh, with some <laughs> yeah. Irish coffee <laughs> or something." But now I actually land at home in Mumbai at two thirty a.m. on Christmas Day. So I think it's a Christmas miracle wow. that you get to go home. <laughs> okay, we actually need to d- discuss Home Alone. How good is that film? <laughs> What is your favorite Christmas movie? I really like the Polar Express. Is that the oh, name? Wow. Yeah, I'm not. I've never seen that one. Yeah, I think it's an anime because, like, I watch a lot of animated movies. Yeah. So yeah, I think that was it, and it had like a really cool. It had a really great song. So yeah, I think that's what stuck with me. But I'm not even sure now because I watched it so long ago. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's just a bunch of poor kids on a train, on Christmas. So yeah, I think it's really heartwarming. Okay. I think mine are Home Alone and Love Actually. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I I used to have a hate love relationship with the Love Actually. Love actually yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Because it's so cheesy. I think the song in the beginning is so amazing. <laughs> now I don't mm. even remember this. Don't you know it? <laughs> no. It's I've, that, I've it's seen that commercial love actually maybe where once. He, uh, he changed the lyrics to match. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I feel it in my fingers. Oh yes, <laughs> is that from yeah. Love Actually? Yeah, but then he, he's like, uh, Christmas is all around us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually sweet. Yeah. Do you have any other Christmas traditions <sighs> that you think are peculiar, funnier, or nice? No traditions as such, yeah. but I know that uh, coming from India, uh, at least because we have a Christian minority, so it is a thing, but it's not necessarily a holiday. Like when I was working, I wouldn't really get enough from my office. I would still have to go to work, mm. but uh, I come from a family where my mother really liked celebrating Christmas. It was always something for me, and then my parents had Catholic friends whose houses we would go to, and interestingly, if you were say 16, it was also uh, a lot of times it was the first time you would have alcohol because you were in the company of your parents and they would serve either wine or like Irish creme or something and your parents would be like, okay, go for it. So, yeah. And then we'd have uh, rosette cookies or plum cakes, which is sort of like the popular Christmas delicacies in India. But yeah, those are the times I remember. That sounds really nice. (laughs) Sounds fun. Do you know where your mom's... uh Not obsession with Christmas, but do you know why she likes it so much? I think because she's very culturally inclined and she just wanted us to get a feel of everything, all sorts of religions and culture. But uh, I think that's where it came from. Also, I just remembered that uh, last year 
or I think in 2017 actually, my father stays in Nigeria. So we were visiting him there. So it was our first sort of a stint with an actual Christmas wherein the entire country celebrates it. Mm. And I went on a train ride with all the other kids. I was 19 and uh, there was no one older than nine. But I was on a train that was completely <laughs> lit up going around a park. Yeah, and I really stood out. <laughs> but you loved it. I, I loved it so much. I Snapchatted the entire thing. <laughs> But wait, Lisa, your dad is uh, British, right? Yeah, that's true. So do you open presents on the 25th? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely on the 24th. Yeah. yeah. In the evening. How about you? No presents, actually. No presents, no. No, no presents. It's not, it's, not it's not a thing for us. No. We don't do, we don't do presents. No. No. no so presents. all that cooking for nothing? Yeah, well, it's... <laughs> I think I think the whole thing is that family comes and and then you you meet especially because it's it's funny that we can be in the same city with your family like my uncles my aunts my cousins but we don't really see each other because everybody has their lives yeah. you know my cousins were going to med school and then I was at the university in a different city and then my parents have work and you know everybody is just at their own area and then. During Christmas, we can come together. So I think that's the present. It's not nobody really exchanges presents or gives anything significant. Then, but you also said it's sixty people, seventy people. Yeah, so well, yeah, like big family. Because yeah. then there's my uncles, my aunts, their children, um, friends. There's family friends too, like my dad's close friends, my mom's close friends. So there's all of these people, and then, and then it's more like it's not like they come to. It's not like one party in one day so it's like they basically come to your place and spend one hour or two and then they have to go somewhere else because everybody else is doing a party and they are also friends of other people so we would do all of this and then people would come to our house and then spend two hours which pissed me off because (laughs) i would spend three days preparing and then people would come and spend one hour and just pick at the food because they have to go elsewhere and my parents would have to go with them because they also got other invitations and then I have to stay back and figure out where to keep all of this food because then the fridge is like full and the freezer is full and I'm just I always got frustrated during Christmas always (laughs) (laughs) but no presents no but the thing about coming together being more important than the presents I think we can all relate to because that's how most of us want to feel right and that's also how I feel but growing growing up of course presence was a big part of Christmas as a child I think it's really for the children also. yeah I don't know why they do it because it's not really something you want to teach your children but at the same time yeah I, yeah, I think it's hard I think like uh, all the family members really like to uh, give presents yeah. to kids yeah. because yeah. they're the yeah. yeah, but now they that I so think heavy. about it, that we I think we actually received presents as kids. Mm. But it's not like it's not like it's not like a Christmas present. It's more like a Christmas dress. So that was like oh, the thing. Yeah. So when you were little, you were like you wanted a new dress for Christmas because you couldn't. God forbid, you went out in an old dress. <laughs> so <laughs> it was always new Christmas dresses, new Christmas shoes, and all of that stuff. But then you grow older, and nobody cares whether you wear <laughs> what you wear to go out. Yeah. To. Yeah, for the kids, it's new clothes, always. But actually, yeah, would you dress fancy? Like, would you wear something nice for Christmas? Always. 
Always, yeah. always. Yeah. And how would would that be a, a yeah? How would a typical Christmas dress look like? Oh, well, a nice dress, but my mom is really um my mom is like really perfectionist, so it has to be red or white <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with some tinges of green. It's like okay, she yeah. she's she's really serious about the dress. Yeah. You know? So she's like, "It's Christmas, you cannot wear anything that ha- that doesn't have red or white or green or black like those are the colors that you can pick from. If you just wear blue, you're pissing her off." Dressing up is not a huge part of Christmas for me, but I do wear dress Christmas Eve but not it's not something I think a lot about um, mm. which dress to wear for Christmas yeah. and also my my Christmases are pretty small we are uh, like that's at least what I think but compared to 70 people <laughs> we are uh, we are more around like eight ten people yeah it's pretty it's pretty similar for me because um, we're five people at the most when we celebrate Christmas and usually I'm just dressed normally i think growing up, I spent it more with my parents. Now, usually I spend Christmas Day with my friends. So we're always either going out or doing something. So we're always dressing up. But yeah, like Glory said, it's always more red or white. Like mm. there has to be something. Or usually I just wear my Christmas sweater. Because yeah, cause I'm crazy like that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dressing up. New Year's. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this year is going to be 2020 or actually next yeah. year. But I mean, <laughs> we're by the end of a decade. And it just occurred to me that the decade started when I was 15. It mm. ends when I'm 25. So it's basically my entire youth yeah. <laughs> in one decade. Yeah. I think that's that's huge for me. I don't huge. know why. You have to Entering be an a adult new decade. now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I entered my teenage in 2010. Yeah. And then I thought I was growing up like, oh, now I'm an, I'm old and I'm like, a, I'm, I'm closer to adulthood because I'm a teenager and it's really a big deal. Mm. But now I just realize, no, <laughs> it really wasn't a big deal. But leaving a decade, I don't know. It's just I I didn't really think too hard about it when we ran, went from 2009 to 2010. But yeah, I think 2020 yeah. is also politicians have been talking about 2020 for ages, ages and yes. the world is going Somewhere. under, right? Yeah, <laughs> it feels pretty big. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the time between Christmas and New Year's has usually been my favorite time because uh, usually I'm getting drunk every day. I don't know what day it is anymore. <laughs> I'm just trying to like make the run to New Year's. But yeah, all I know is I'm probably going to be spending it with family and friends, which I did not expect until 10 days ago. Mm. So I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. I guess about specific plans, we'll see. Yeah. In which city? Mumbai. Mumbai. Which is where I'm from. Is it crazy during it, New Year's? It or? is crazy. So uh, in India, we don't really have any New Year's traditions because if you're a Hindu, you have a separate calendar. So we don't follow the Gregorian calendar, but now we just do. So the only tradition is you have to party a lot and, <laughs> and do the countdown uh, okay, with everyone. So yeah, but do you have fireworks? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, the city has fireworks, but then mostly it just depends on what your deal is. So it could be a big party. Most hotels have like parties or events. So if you're if you're rich and you want to spend that sort of money, then yeah, or you have a house party or you do a bonfire or something. But I think it's more about just what your vibe is. What's the weather like in Mumbai this time? 
right now. It's about 30 degrees. So it's really pleasant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that pleasant? <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I think for us, it sounds is, hot. Yeah. yeah. It's not really ho- hot per se. But yeah, uh, I know of some people who've been lighting bonfires right now. So I don't know how yeah. to explain that. And I'm just here sitting. Yeah, okay. And I'm, I have never spent New Year's outside of Denmark. So all of my yeah. New Year's Eves have been minus degrees. Yeah. yeah. I would really oh. love to spend a New Year's on a beach <laughs> one day. Yeah, I think it's nice. Also hot Christmas. Hot yeah. Christmas and hot New oh, Year's yeah. is actually really I nice. I like cold Christmas, but a hot <laughs> New Year's would be nice. New Year's for us, I think it's almost the same thing, like 30, 25 to 30 degrees. So it's 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 basically really hot and there are no there are no particular traditions but but mostly it's like the week the week between christmas and new year's it's also a very lazy week because then there's no school there's no work there's a, a lot of um holiday so and then we're not really doing anything i get to have a reprieve from cooking because, I, <laughs> <laughs> because you know after cooking all of that stuff that you cooked for that I cooked for Christmas then I don't have to cook again for the next week because then there's so much food left, left and then we just have to heat it up and eat it. and then I really love that week because I'm free I'm really not doing anything I'm not worrying about anybody you know and then on the new year's eve we do like the countdown we a lot of people drink but my family doesn't really drink so we go to church or sometimes we stay at home most but mostly we've we've gone to church and then we do the countdown in church and then come back after that and sleep (laughs) 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 sleep the day off and then you just wake up and it's january 2nd yeah so. (laughs) so what do you do when the countdown ends in Denmark, for example, we jump off the couch. Oh. So we all stand up on the couch or on a chair, mm. and then we count down and we watch the television, <laughs> which countdowns with us. And then when it gets to uh, Happy New Year, mm. we jump off the couch, and like so we jump into the new year. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so cool. It's really fun. Wow. I mean, I think for us, we mostly hug each other. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, always hugs, hugs, hugs. I mean, even my family, we're not huggers. We don't hug. Really, <laughs> <laughs> really. It's not our thing. But New Year's, we are sure to give hugs, every everybody. And then, you know, since, since Cameroon is bilingual, most of the time, um, like when the countdown ends, you hear people shouting in French and mm-hmm. English. So it's just like whichever language you feel like screaming Happy New Year at the time. But in my city, which is predominantly French, you would mostly hear um, Bon année, Bon année, Bon mm-hmm. année in French. And then just hugs. You hug everybody. People, you see people going out of their houses to hug their neighbors yeah. and coming back. And then, you know, it's just. Yeah. But I do recognize that sense of. Um, just hugging or shouting Happy New Year to strangers yeah. on the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also do that here in Denmark. Even though we are close people yeah. on New Year's <laughs> Eve, we love everyone. It changes. Yes. 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 But um, I think in Germany, at least among young people, there's this thing about the New Year's kiss. So everyone wants oh, to kiss yeah. someone when the countdown is over. Yeah. And um, so then when you're at a New Year's party, people you will see people that aren't in relationships like start oh. looking around. <laughs> I think there's a Friends episode about that where they're trying to figure out who's going to kiss who and then they keep trying to find reasons why Ross can't kiss one person because she's a sister 
and then oh, he yeah. can't just reach because, him he because wants, they were oh, involved. Yeah, I think he won it. Yeah. Oh no, it was Monica and Chandler who yeah, wanted to who kiss. Wanted to kiss yeah. So they're trying to like get everyone else to like go away with <laughs> yeah, yeah. the others. <laughs> Oh, That's interesting. Yeah. But was it uh, pressure for you to find someone to, <laughs> to kiss? kiss? No, I usually don't kiss random people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think for us, it's also hugging everyone who's around you. And then you start making calls. Because yes. you obviously can't be with like everyone you're close to. Yeah. So if you're not with your parents, then I usually make calls to my mother and then my best friends who are not around. It's also slightly weird because now my father is usually still into the other year when yeah he's like four and a half hours behind us so then but we still call yeah i think calling to the whole day is basically because you send text messages you have to call so my parents are always like on the phone all day every calling everybody they know because <laughs> I, somehow it's like it's like you have to check off a list of you have to check off like people's names on the list mm-hmm. like oh my mom have you called your grandma have you called your this have you called your mm-hmm. that and I'm like <laughs> it's the 70 people from the Christmas party <laughs> it's, it's, it's more than the, the 70 people because then it's like even people who cannot come and then but my parents mostly do all the calls and then I'm always just like say hi tell them I said hi tell them I said happy new year because I cannot call everybody I know just tell them happy new year sometimes mostly you're telling people Happy New Year until March, April. So I'm like, wow. yeah, because basically if you haven't spoken to somebody since yeah. the year started, you have yeah. to tell them Happy New Year when you talk to them. Really? Eventually. Yeah, that makes sense. yeah, so sometimes I just give myself a break and I'm like, when I talk to her in February, I'll tell her Happy New Year. So there's no pressure to do it today or now. But my mom and my dad, they're always trying to have you called. They actually make a list like between themselves and they're like, you call this group of people, I'll call this group of people and then they wish the people Happy New Year on on the on behalf of the other person. I'm like, ah, good for you. You're married. I don't care. <laughs> it's such a big work for you, both yeah. Christmas and <laughs> New Year's. <laughs> Happy New Year's, guys. I haven't told you yet. <laughs> We're not there yet. Yeah, or maybe yeah, when last we, year. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and sometimes there's, there's this funny thing that we do that when you've actually, like when you see somebody maybe in the mid-year and you haven't seen them since the beginning of the year or even before, maybe you said, you tell them, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, <laughs> Happy Youth Day because Youth Day is like 11th of February and then we have National Day on the 20th of May. So if you see somebody in June, there's like, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Youth Day, Happy National Day, how are you? Just pull out the calendar. Check of all the holidays. Merry Christmas, guys, and Happy New Year's and to the listeners as well. If we don't see each other before, then happy Easter. (laughs) (laughs) And um, thank you guys for listening. And thank you, Lisa, Snigda and Glory for um, talking a little bit about Christmas and New Year's traditions with me. This was the Melting Podcast. And next time we are going to discuss family. So I'm sure a lot of interesting stuff will come up. Please make sure to tune in next time.